Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I am your host, Tony Ann. And with me today, I've got Michael, D- Nil- Dylan, and Nick. Say hello, everybody. Found it out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> little tongue-tied this morning, or this afternoon, technically. Hey, y'all. Hey, everybody. Also known as Mavi Hilton. Big Mavi. Oh, we're, <laughs> we're changing it up this week. Yes, yes. Aria is unfortunately under the weather this week, so she will hopefully be back with us next week. And we are wishing you a speedy recovery from your flu, Aria. Feel better. All right. So we don't. It's going to be me next. I'm telling y'all. Write it down. (laughs) All right. So we are back with our regular recap this week after taking the Halloween weekend off. So let us. Jump right in with our news segment. Uh, we only got one item this week, and that is that Day of Days is back in person with most of the cast in attendance, including Victoria Conifal. The event is Saturday, November 12th at Xbox Plaza in LA. Cool beans. Yeah, I mean, we can't go home. I, mean- <laughs> I know we can't go, but we may have some listeners who live in the area who may not be aware that, that it's happening. That was a news bulletin. We can't say nothing on that. <laughs> I do find it interesting that Victoria Conifal is attending, though, because Sierra's been off screen for months. There is really nothing for her to really promote, specifically, like, she hasn't been on screen. Rob is a new character, so I don't really understand why Victoria's there. Unless they're going to announce that Victoria is going to be back as part of whatever's happening with Bo's potential return, which that's I, exactly with no what being, I think it is. That's a, yeah, I think that's exactly what it's going to be. Yeah, with no so, being they divorced. I mean, whether they're together or not, he ain't got to be there for that. No, he doesn't. He doesn't oh, have boy. to be there, or they're just you know because it, it doesn't make sense for them to bring Ben back because they're trying to establish Rob as Alex. I think it as much as I want Ben back just to get his point of view on his father being a killer, I don't think it's smart right now to bring him back because they're still trying to establish who Alex is. And I don't think bringing Ben back so soon would do anything to help that. So I'm just going to assume that Victoria is back to play a part in whatever's going on with Bo because otherwise it makes no sense. Yeah, I could see... Sierra coming back if if Bo's home to reunite with her dad and introduce him to baby Bo. That's exactly. Ben doesn't have to be around for that. Ben could literally just be still sailing around the world or, or something. Uh, y'all, y'all so cool. Y'all said Ben don't even have to bring his Satan baby. Just bring <laughs> Sierra. Well, I mean, I, I'm gonna be honest if whenever they do the next arc with Bo and, and like wrapping like wrapping up that story or reintroducing that story or whatever it is that it's going to be, I need to see Sean Douglas. I don't need to see Ben Weston. Like Ben does not he's not necessary. Not, Sean not for this is no. necessary. Absolutely. It should be Sean Sean Sierra. And hell Chelsea. Yeah. You can stay where she at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah, of, of both children, it's only important well, that it be reason, Sean and Sierra. The reason she ain't invited is because 
Zach can't come. Why right. can't Zach come? Because Chelsea killed him. It, it, it's not like she fucked up the macaroni and cheese for Thanksgiving. <laughs> she killed his son. She don't need to be there. No, I'm very good curious. on Swamp Baby. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> real good. good. We're so good. I'm very curious to see what kind of uh, tea is going to be spilled at Day of Days because it's always interesting to see who walks the press line with who because that's always an indication of where stories are going for certain characters. And I cannot wait to see the Day of Days promos because those are always epic. So. I'm very excited to see what's I will coming. I say, too, because I, I, I've said it before, I do wish that they had done some sort of a, a hybrid event for this. A live stream it? I wonder yeah, that's if what I'm they, saying, a hybrid event, like a something. I wonder if they are. I, I would hope so. Because a bunch of the cast was in studio yesterday filming something, and they're never in studio on a Saturday, ever. And we know G- Galen was there, Victoria was there, Tina was there. I think Tina's her name, the one who plays Melinda Trask. Um, yeah. They were all on set yesterday, so I have to assume they were doing some sort of content for Day of Days. So, so I'm going to- They must be doing something with her. So- Melinda. <laughs> no, no, I'm not being shady, I promise. Because you know when we moved over to the Peacock- <clears throat> we don't have recurring people anymore. So she must be on contract for a little bit. Yeah, I do wonder if she's got story coming. I mean, she's been, she has been yeah, recurring. The absolute worst of me, I swear. No, I wasn't thinking the worst. They haven't done anything with her, so we yeah. you're just <laughs> you're oh, so, so you're just get a shady bitch. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I found it very odd that everybody was in studio on a Saturday. And the last time that happened was when they were doing Emmy press before the actual Emmys. They like did a bunch of press in the studio like the weekend before or like the red carpet for the Emmys was the weekend before and they all got ready at the studio. So I feel like they must be doing some kind of content for Day of Days that they're going to drop on Day of Days um, while the actual event is happening live in person. Because I tweeted something similar to what you just said, Dylan, in that just because we're back in person does not mean we have to lose the virtual aspect. If virtual was successful, we can have both. Yeah. And like my whole thing is, you know, I'm always about accessibility and equability and those inclusiveness and those type of things. And I just feel like if the pandemic has taught us nothing else, it's taught us that a lot of these panels and cons and events can be like virtual events and I think that it's really really cool to do like in-person things and have that energy and like you know that whole experience for fans but for people who can't come or for like international fans or you know people who are unable to attend it would be nice to also have something that they can share in and be excited about and, you know, yeah, have that type of their, you know, specific experience too. And I don't really feel like it would be that much more, you know, labor intensive. I'm sure it's, I'm not saying it's like, you know, super, de- I'm, you know, I'm just saying we've, <laughs> we've seen people like, 
live stream through the iPhone. So I that is- and honestly, they already have the setup there because they do the YouTube content. They can easily just do it like they're doing that and just shoot content and then just drop it on their YouTube channel and just not geo block it. Stream on YouTube. Yep. Live no, that too. So like there are ways around it. I'm going to be very interested to see if we get any news in the coming week leading up to day of days about any particular um, virtual aspect to it. I hope they do. Me too. But I'm excited and I'm interested to see like what we, what we learn and what we get and all of that. Yes. I will be parked on Twitter that day waiting for updates. But having said that, we can move on into our headlines. First things first, Alex manages to get the info from Sloane's apartment and hands it off to Maggie. He makes his escape and gives the info to Stephanie, who uses it to get her job back. When she goes to say thank you to Alex, she overhears Chad say they will never be more than friends. All right, where, who wants to start on this one? Um, I'll, I'll go. I want to do a disclaimer. When we take a break from this podcast... I take a break from days because that gives me a chance to not watch without Tony bitching at me. <laughs> so I was very, very, very confused when I logged in Monday and Sloan was tied to the bed. That's why I sent you the scenes for Alex and Stephanie from last week so you would Darling, know what was going watch. on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't watch. But that was low vibrational scenes. I just couldn't do it. Um, not low vibrational. But um, what exactly was he getting? Like what? what whatever information Sloan has about Chanel that they're using to blackmail Paulina, uh, Stephanie. So, so that was what was in Billy Reed's envelope. <laughs> yes, that was what's Billy in that Reed. folder. So basically, okay. In the in the week you did not watch, uh, Stephanie had uh, attempted to break well, into. Hey, the- hey, hey! We're helping the viewers because we didn't do a recap last week. True, very true. We did not get we did not get a chance to recap. We took the weekend off. So what you had missed was uh, Stephanie had broken into the apartment with the intention of getting the information. She walked in on Sloan. Sloan had handcuffed Alex to the bed, and they were in the middle of having sexy time or about to have some sexy time when. Chad called and said, we're agreeing to pay you. And so they set up a meeting and she went off to the Brady pub. Their whole plan was they were going to pay her off with fake money to give Stephanie enough time to break into the apartment and find the information. Well, that plan went to hell when Stephanie walked into the apartment and there was Alex on the bed. So she told Alex that she was there looking for info for a client. He didn't bust her. He got her out of the apartment. And then um, I think because she wasn't able to, she wasn't able to get it in time before um, before yeah and then Sloan came back and then yeah and then while while I can't believe Nick watched yeah while Sloan was at this meeting with Chad because of Leo they figured out that the money was fake and she realized that they were Leo has to do with this because Leo Leo showed up at the pub saw Sloan and Chad there and then took one look at the money and clocked that it was fake. Um, so she realized that they were scamming her and then she left and she went to go confront Paulina about the scam, which is how Paulina found out what Stephanie failed to do, which is why Stephanie got fired. But then when, when Sloan came back, he and Alex, she and Alex went about their business that next night, 
It was Halloween. He came back over to the house. He was dressed as a cop. He handcuffed her to the bed, which is what you saw. He <laughs> blindfolded her. And, the, <laughs> I didn't, and then I didn't was, see that. I just saw her blindfolded, handcuffed. Blindfolded and handcuffed. <laughs> so basically, yeah, that's what. So you were Holly in the situation. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then, like, well, no, because I knew what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, no Holly seeing and questioning was screaming. Why She's is like, she <laughs> It's like I knew what was going down. I was just like, what the hell? But, well, Alex and then I was like, like hey, oh. Auntie Maggie. <laughs> I hollered. That shit was funny. <laughs> Holly was so I hollered <laughs> because Ma- Maggie was out taking Holly trick-or-treating yet Charlotte and Thomas were in bed. Maybe they were upset. Where was their father? At home with them, with Stephanie there. Because mm. when 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 Paulina fired Stephanie, she went to Chad and told him what happened. And then um, Charlotte and Thomas came down because she had a well, bad no, dream. Maggie said it was their second round, so it was probably late. Oh, that's true. It was their second round. So then, then Thomas, Thomas and Charlotte came down and saw Stephanie, and Thomas was like, um, "Who are you, and why are you here?" <laughs> It was hilarious. Yeah, the kids are funny. Yeah. And Charlotte actually was not terrible this time. What? Girl, don't you sit on here and lie. She was looking at Alice's carpet the whole time. (laughs) It was, listen, okay, she may not have been looking in the right spot, but but at least she remembered what her lines were and when to come in. She did. I I need them to give that baby like a cough drop or something because it sounds like she's having an asthma attack every time she talks. Ooh, every time she's breathing (laughs) so heavy. She's breathing like Big Mama at the beginning of Soul Food. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like remember the, bothering me. Go get that baby checked out. Remember the the heavy baby breathing noises that we hate. <laughs> yes, the asthmatic baby noises. That's what that's what Charlie. <laughs> but oh Lord, have mercy. Chad, Chad, and Stephanie kind of bonded, I guess, and I guess Stephanie was kind of feeling things. I don't know. It felt like well, you maybe... could tell she's been feeling things since she got there. Yeah, it, it the moment did. they saw each other, yeah. Abigail barely cold. Because <laughs> the look on her face when Chad, when Chad and Alex were having that stupid argument, I really need days to stop with the whole. We are going to have two people argue over a character like they are property. It is not cute, no matter who does it. It was not cute with Allie and and Johnny over Chanel. It was absolutely not cute with Chad and Alex over Stephanie. And it was very clear that Stephanie's only giving Alex the time of day because Chad has made it clear that he is not ready to move on. She just liked the attention and the shows. I, I think she likes Chad, but if she can't have him right now, she'll settle for Alex. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I would prefer they not go that route, but it is what it is. That's what they're doing. Um, I've always liked Chad and Stephanie. When they decide to move Chad on, I do hope it's with her. Stephanie. they're just cute they have a nice vibe they do have a nice vibe and it it, there's nothing forced about it they have an easy organic chemistry though i will say i did kind of find myself sort of enjoying the banter back and forth with alex and stephanie because now that alex is not 
being a boundary violating creeper, it's not as cringy. It's, I'm still a little bit uncomfortable with it because now she quote unquote needs him. I'm uncomfortable with it because that's her fucking cousin. Well, I didn't want to say that, but I was going to say I thought about that. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm going to yell it. I'm going to say it <laughs> Who's going to beat my ass next? <laughs> I said it. That's her cousin. It is her cousin. That, and that was part of the, that was also in the back of my mind. But it's just, they went, they went so hard on her trying to avoid him and not, and of trying not to be inappropriate. And now, oh, I want to thank you. So let me take you out to dinner. No. I give you a little cooch. I Because <laughs> honestly, oh like the banter back and forth, like in the scenes in the apartment, which I know were last week, were actually kind of like fun. And I could have really attached myself to them. But the whole beginning of the story just put a weird color on it. Yeah. Well, well the beginning of the storyline put a weird color on it. That's her cousin. <laughs> Listen. Listen, with Stephanie uh, fucking her relatives is a normal thing for her. She's done it before. That's so that's not part. a surprise it's for me. I could I F- can look past it R- with E A K F R S Oh my gosh. Sorry. Dylan, do you have any thoughts on this particular Not a one. Not a one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we will move it right along then. All right. Alex has been very busy this week because he also wants to make Nicole a Bella cover model. He tries to get Brady to model with her, but it doesn't click. So he asks Eric to step in and they melt the screen in their photo shoot. All right. What did we think of all this? My fave stepped back into modeling and didn't even have a lookbook for the girlies. Your faves could never. That's all I'm saying. But, 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 on a serious note, Dylan pointed out something to me that's been stuck in my head ever since she pointed it out. Why am I in it? What, <laughs> okay. This may partially be my fault, too. Marketed too. Thank you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I brought this up. <laughs> I was like... Because it, Dylan brought up a good point. Because a few years ago, Bella good. Magazine was for the teeny bopper girls who like to get their fashion novas and pretty little things and yeah. their things from the boutiques. But what I'm seeing from Basic Black is for the woman of a certain age who still likes to dress sexy and elegant. So are we going with the, the idea that the Bella is like Vogue and all the fashion girl is breeded? What's... <laughs> We're just going to go with that because that's the most logical thing. And see, I just said that Bella's in desperate need of... Because that's what I thought at first. And then Dylan pointed it out even more. And I'm like, hmm. And I I couldn't even look that far into it because I got stuck on why the hell is a Titan magazine advertising a Demera Enterprises fashion line? Because Victor would never. Ever. Ever in a million years. So, like, my whole head was hurting at that. And then Jamie actually uh, answered my tweet when I tweeted that out. He was like, uh, it is normal for fashion clearinghouses to go to outside publications for advertisement or something. He said something along those lines. Yeah, it's normal, but when it's Victor... That, and that's what I said. I, I was like, I never imagined that Victor would okay this. And I, in fact, hope he didn't. 
And we fi- when he finds out about it, we see him have a stroke and fire Alex on the spot. That would be entertaining hold on, hold as hell. On. He, he don't need to have a nail of a stroke. Oh, that's true. The man's already had four of them. <laughs> I was, when they were doing it, I'm like, okay, we all know Eric and Nicole have chemistry. But my first thought was they trying to convince me that Nicole is the person to launch a magazine into the digital age in 2022. And it's not realistic. For, it's just not. Not the gist. <laughs> it's, it's not that it's not realistic. It's not it's realistic. Not realistic. <laughs> it is from what they're telling me of what Bella is, it didn't make sense because why is Nicole on the cover? <laughs> when See, on the cover I the just girls? took it as when Sierra Bella and Claire were on the cover you know a few weeks I mean? ago, a few years ago. I just took yeah, it as Bella's that's... digital traffic was in the toilet. This is something that actually got them views and buzz. Two years ago, yeah, no, even, so even what, what, what Alex doing? was saying. Are they going the... back to making Bella the magazine for the girls of Kara's years? Because if that's the case, it makes sense. Because even what or, Alex was saying was like the the test shots got buzz, so he wants to capitalize on it. So I don't think that I don't think they were going for any particular age demographic. I just think they were going for what they think would be so buzzworthy Bella is for everybody. Bella is like bold. Is what I, I mean, even if you open up the demographic, I just don't see Eric and Nicole going viral. I just don't. <laughs> Unless they. Put Put him in his priest collar. Oh God! <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I mean that would get some buzz. Come it, on now, it may that that could that possibly could work. But what, if they and lead, the, and lead, the, the scandal, um, lead the into the scandal, the could say, "Oh Jesus!" <laughs> <laughs> but if they just playing it like two pretty people on the cover, I don't see but how that know, can break the internet. Love that stuff. They love white, pretty white folks on the cover. They always. Any New York Times bestseller, that's what they have on it. So it's gonna sell. But this is screaming it's gonna get forty seven likes on Instagram and not forty thousand. Like it's just... you are not nice. <laughs> I mean, he's not. But then again, because even I, I using like your like Vogue this. comparison, like look at who they've had on Vogue covers. It's I been Anna Taylor like Joy, Megan the Stallion. Ba- that was no. Baby, they haven't. <laughs> no, like it's been, it, it, it's been the, it's no, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, and I'm not even being shady. I'm just saying it's been like you know, twenty years, and she it, ain't did none. That's why like, she hopped back in there without a lookbook. Iconic work. <laughs> But, but she was never big enough to be able to. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. She was a model, but she wasn't. She uh, wasn't. She wasn't, she wasn't like Erica Cindy Kane. Crawford level. She wasn't Erica Kane. That's that's not who she was. Well, hell, Erica. Never mind. She wasn't Brenda Barrett. That. Okay. Those... Okay. Uh, but the sake of the Lord of... knows, I love Erica, but Erica. <laughs> <laughs> but like she, she was never that big to begin with. So them saying they could use her to relaunch the magazine. Just, she wasn't the I, face of deception, is what you're saying. Okay. I yeah, it's, you know, it's like the analogy that I put in the group chat. Like they it's like if Jet decided we're, you know, <laughs> relaunching digitally. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Stop. Cause we just because we and slammed up that later on here before. <laughs> Wait, I did? Yes, you have. 
you have. Wait, say it, say it again so it can remind me. Go ahead, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> Y'all are terrible. It'd be all of us. It just depends on the day. <laughs> Don't no. be dead. But I be having to call it out because y'all be thinking to be me. Because <laughs> sometimes it is you. Not sometimes it is you. Okay, I'm telling y'all, Dick has slammed this lady on the pod before. I kid y'all not. He's done it. I don't even know who he's talking about, to be honest. <laughs> what well, he's talking about either. And I have a better memory than probably everybody here. Oh, Marilyn McCool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, but oh, I'm just see. Okay. No, and they're like it's no shade, but like okay, for for the uninformed, like back in the day, one of the things that Jet Magazine used to do was they had their Jet Beauty of the Week, and a lot of popular black actresses and models, at one point or another, were the Jet Beauty of the Week. Marilyn McCoo is one of the OG Jet Beauties of the Week. So it would be like if Jet decided that they wanted to restart, you know, their magazine or whatever. And when it got to their beauty of the week segment, instead of like Lori Harvey, they, they you know, used Marilyn McClue. <laughs> In 2022, it don't make sense. Yeah, it don't make sense. Is what I'm it, it don't make sense is what I'm saying. And like, there's no shade to Marilyn McClue. She's, she's beautiful. She's we know who she is. You see a shade moisture and then you turn the page and you see Marilyn. <laughs> I'm just saying, one of those posts is gonna go viral. <laughs> one of them, your aunties will discuss on, on the Facebook. <laughs> Not the Facebook. Oh, y'all are terrible, man. No, I'm just saying, and like, and before anybody comes at me talking about ageism or whatever, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying it's. Well, we ain't gonna hold on. This is different, though. The Marilyn McCool crowd ain't gonna spend their extra pennies, they social security pennies for subscription. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole. Ain't that damn old. <laughs> May I pay to see the cold, but I get what you're saying. Nicole is at the edge of AARP membership. <laughs> let's let let us be <laughs> let us be clear. The late for this crowd will buy it. Jesus. I listen, I am the early for Wait, this crowd. I, I just point this, out. this is how you know we don't give a damn about this story. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I think too is just it was such an obvious plot point yeah. that we're yeah. just kind of like, okay. okay. Oh come on, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're letting it rock because it got us to the fa- like to. Are we? Y'all are. What? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know how I feel about this story. <laughs> just, and I'm an air cold stand, and I'm not feeling this. I just don't have any. It just feels very, it feels like it should be high stakes, but it feels very low stakes. Because I've said it in the beginning of this, when you have an affair, the stakes 
have to be big and juicy. I want to put my A1 on it. Dang, we dang. don't we don't give a crap about Rafe and Nicole. So yeah. them, them imploding, which thanks this is to hamburger. an Instagram photo from Ari Zucker, we know they do. Um this is it's, hamburger. This ain't no steaks. And as much as I like the idea of Eric and Jada, they're not developed enough for me to care. So and they're still playing that as a new relationship. Like it would be different if we saw Nicole playing both sides of mentor between her feelings. Just being romantic with Rafe, going out with Rafe, and then going to work and seeing Eric, and they having these romantic conversations. What I said weeks ago. <laughs> but we ain't seen Rafe and Nicole do nothing but argue for the past few months. Yep. Exactly. And, and when they are together, they're knitting. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck they're doing. They're knitting. They're not doing anything. Not I don't even think we each ever other. See them together. Outside of them arguing, we don't. We yeah. haven't. We even... used to, but they they wasn't doing anything. It was. We haven't even romantic. seen their their house since she moved in, except when she had the sex dream about Eric. Like they would do nothing, and this is when they was like Nicole was still living at her apartment. They would do nothing but share coffee. There was no romance. There was no seeing them build a life together. Show me that this affair has some meat to it because it doesn't. It, it, we have all been saying for months, why doesn't Nicole just walk out? And we shouldn't be feeling that we should be torn. You know what I mean? And honestly, I think we would be a little bit more torn if this story wasn't really told from Nicole's point of view. It needs to be told from the lens of Eric. Eric needs to be the one who is regretting how things ended with him and Nicole, trying to move on with Jada, but also making Nicole feel confused just because like there's that attraction and that pull there and he can't help it. And then you've got Nicole honestly torn between Rafe because she does love him. And then she's also scared because as much as she loves Eric, she doesn't want to risk getting hurt again. I feel like they're protecting Eric instead of having him actively be torn. They, took it out of his hands put it in nicole's hands but the be- the better story for me is if it were in i is, agree if with it you. were coming it should, yeah it should be eric the eric should be the one that's opening this can of worms again but instead nicole just looks foolish she really does and even hey, and hey. even no, she he said it she already. <laughs> he said it already. You didn't have to agree. You didn't have to add on to it. He said it enough, and I was gonna let it ride. And then I and agree. she's she's gonna be made to look even more fool worthy next week because she's the one because saying Nicole I still has love you. Egg McGriddle on her face. She looks stupid, but you didn't have to double down. Just say McGriddle. Like, let's be really honest though. Do you honestly think that there would have been a way for them to tell the story? Without somebody going under the bus. From Eric's point of view, without him looking shady? Well, yeah. No, but the thing is, with affair storylines, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. There's never going to be a a fair storyline where someone doesn't get thrown under the bus. Exactly. 
It only but it only works I, I well if the like right honestly, person goes under the bus. No, honestly? I disagree. I don't think you necessarily have to tr- because in a fair story, at its core, it's basically a triangle. Yeah. And a successful triangle does not necessarily need for you to, to compromise okay. or trash a character. If you have to do that's a craft issue. Touche. Mm, you got a point. But I, I feel like honestly, if we were gonna have somebody be thrown under the bus, it should have been aired. Like I don't even feel like Nicole's gone under the bus. I just feel like she looks pathetic. She looks she, yeah, the she worst just looks of everybody. Foolish. Yeah, she looks the worst of everybody, but it's not backed under the bus worthy yet. Hopefully we don't get there. Um also I hope to God that if Jada is pregnant, that they don't park her under that bus. Because... Well, no, they don't no. need to park her under that bus. If she's Be- pregnant, not in the I mean in the literal sense. If she's pregnant. Do you mean kill the baby? Yes. <laughs> and honestly, and let me tell you why. I just don't want her to be involved in any capacity other than a friend level. Like, don't tie her to that. That's unfair to the character. She literally just got here. I don't disagree with that statement. Like, you already brought her in and put her in the middle of, like, an iconic couple. Don't dig even deeper on that. Like, this isn't even, like, an Eric Cole stand talking to me. This is just a general show fan. Like, why would you do that? That's, that's setting the character up to fail from the jump. I really don't want them to do that because they've been surprisingly careful so far not to. So I really don't want them to do anything. How long has Jada been in town? Since June? No, July 19th. July, okay. July, August, September. Can she be four months? <laughs> like, and, and it's not Eric's. <laughs> like, listen. Oh, I mean, like, part of me wants Eric to have a kid, but I would prefer it not. I don't want Jada tied to this because I'm afraid of how they're going to treat her. If the baby one dies, or if the baby, even if the baby survives, I'm. That just makes me nervous. Because I don't know. They made it a point to say that she hasn't been with anybody since her divorce. And her divorce, I think, has been at least over a year old. Damn it. So, if she's pregnant, there's no doubt who the father is. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) I was trying to get... Like, because I also don't want to see her lose the baby. But... But if we have to, I guess. <laughs> I think it's see, and it's like, ugh. Is it? They put us in a rock and a hard place. Yep. And it's, it's like a- the the elephant in the room is like Jada is a black woman. Yeah, that's why I feel. And that's yeah, that's why I don't about saying it. But in the long run, this would just not be a good move for that character. Like, and I'm and I'm also like when like if the baby survives, I'm just scared 
because you know how fans can be because they've already started and I don't want her being called certain things I don't I don't I'm not here for it like if you go and put Eric and Nicole together put them together and end this shit now I don't want it it's a lot it could get very complicated and not in a good way no and it's like I what I don't want I I and I already see it because I've I've seen and I know that they don't there may not necessarily be ill intent there but I've already seen posts where Jada's completely decentered it's like people are like oh Eric's first baby and another Jarlena grandchild and this will be such good angst for Eric and Nicole and it's like hello there's a whole black woman over here yeah you're just kind of completely jumping over and discounting and it can get messy and I just want them to tread carefully I just want them to be careful and I want them to actually like treat Jada with some care yeah and I need to know more about Jada. I need Jada to be more than just Eric and Rafe's talk to and the cop with good sense. <laughs> it's the fact. <laughs> the cop with good sense. Oh, you're not wrong. Where is her mama? We should have met her. Hey, because she's pregnant, we should meet her mom. That that would actually be really kind of awesome if if they kind of use this pregnancy as a moment to kind of explore give her a chance to explore who she is. Like, how does she feel about being pregnant? Like, give her a helicopter mama who's very protective of her. Like, come she on. hasn't really said much about her mom at all. No, I think she, they mentioned her briefly, like when she was first introduced. That I think it was implied that Marcus married got married after he left Salem and that's all we know but like they she hasn't mentioned or discussed anything about her mother it's starting to remind me a lot of Lonnie to be honest and I don't think that's a good comparison no it's not Lexi gonna be her mama no 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 sir no. they tried it with Marcus <laughs> and Lexi it didn't work and it never got far enough for that to even be an option her mama can be somebody new. That we know of. Her mama can be somebody new. Yeah, that'd be cool. Played by Eva LaRue. <laughs> oh, please. That. I would love that. Or we could get Eva Longoria back on soaps. <sighs> you and your dream castings, <laughs> that will never happen. Well, she can plug her tequila. Eva LaRue. <laughs> You have to come back down to earth and think of things that act because I just I don't see Eva Longoria back on daytime. Was she ever on daytime? Actually, I can't remember. Yep, Young and the Restless. Oh, Young and the Restless. Ah, okay. Don't discredit me. <laughs> I think we have said all we wish to say on this particular story, so we can move on into our well, next. Well, we really one. did talk about this story. <laughs> I mean. We did in the beginning. We did, and then we just kind of kept it to the characters because, like, honestly, just the scenes themselves, there wasn't really a whole lot to it other than what I put in the recap, and then we just kind of 
took it from there. The world. Yeah. yeah, but we kept it. We kept it to the same universe of characters, so we didn't be completely <laughs> off path. So that's progress for us. All right. Honestly, now we're moving into the triangle that weirdly is working and i didn't expect it to uh gabby is waiting for lee to taste wedding cakes and runs into stefan she tells him about their wedding and their connection is still evident once lee shows up stefan leaves and runs into chloe who has just been promoted to a new job at demare enterprises and stefan and chloe kiss okay i have to say i love the gabby stefan scenes and like gabby talking about how she was feeling during the wedding and like the little moments of like picking out a cake she knew they were never going to eat and all all that stuff because we never actually got to see any of that when the wedding was actually taking place so for them to kind of go back now and kind of give us her thought process at the time I thought was really kind of cool and man do Gabby and Stefan still have killer chemistry they do I'm I don't hate it like I'm in enjoying their push and pull I um I don't know what's gonna happen with Lee that's what worries me and oddly enough I am liking Stefan and Chloe and I don't like that I'm liking them yeah it's weird because I did not love Stefan and Chloe with Brandon in the role the first time around but I'm enjoying them now is it Clefman no, I told you it's Stoe. S T O E. Look, feels like I everybody don't need a squish old. name. Yeah, everybody. Well, I think we're all too old for this, <laughs> but I just be trying to figure it out. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> there, Stefan. It's weird because I'm like I'm not supposed to like Stefan at all, and he has these moments with Chloe, where with with Gabby, where he's very human. Even though he's being an asshole to her, he you can tell he's like you can tell he's stuck on her. He can't figure out why. Exactly. And I love his confusion and the fact that he's literally only being an asshole because he thinks he should and not because he actually wants to be. Yeah. And then it's the stuff with Chloe, like he's genuinely just trying to get to know her. And it's it's catching me off guard because she seems like she would be open to it. Like she's like she's just tired of the go around with Brady and Kristen. And she's like, fuck it. It is what it is. I'm not screwing him. Let's, let's just have a nice day. And they were they were cute. And I don't want them to be cute. I need them to be <laughs> <laughs> the emphasis you putting on cute is sending me. Because it's gonna make it harder. I'm gonna be mad and I don't want to resent anybody when shit goes down. <laughs> Because you already know where the story is going to end yeah. up. So exactly. you want to leave the bitterness Welcome on the playground. Welcome to my world. Welcome. Hello. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> I still haven't forgiven Gabby for playing in Philip's face. God. Oh. Like, I just. I'm just enjoying it for what it is. Yeah, I'm trying it's to do like, that. And I don't think no. this is the story we expected to enjoy. Like when when we no. heard about this on paper, we all eye rolled. Like, really, is this what we're about to do? Like, we're really going here. We're really doing this. I'm still doing that. I don't you speak for <laughs> Cause, yourself because I still don't like the Lee aspect. Yeah, there's like a lot of it that I just like from a story narrative, from just like from a writing standpoint. There, yeah, no, they could have kept. Yeah, it's every bit of this, but I the actors, yeah, make it. the scenes enjoyable. 
so like at at the very least like if i have to this is if this is what they're going to do at the very least i'm getting things that i can watch and yeah and be like oh <laughs> so <laughs> there's that and it's also nice to kind of be able to sort of watch this story unfold and know there's not a ticking time clock on either one of them because when Stefan and Chloe, uh, Stephen, when Stefan and Gabby were happening the first time, as they were falling in love, we already knew that he was going to be ending up in a body bag. So it was kind of hard to fully enjoy them the first time around, somewhat for me, because I knew that they were going to end. So I kept trying to like not fully invest. But this time, we know that they're both still filming and they seem to be sticking around so it's nice to be able to kind of invest in the story and kind of see where it goes without having to worry about either one of them leaving which is nice that is refreshing I can admit that so what what did we think of Lee promoting Chloe and all that stuff did anybody care about that that Kristen pushed that I wanted to punch Chris in the face. Mind your damn business. Like, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> She's so, they were already broken up for the love of God. Like, just right? be the petty bitch you're supposed to be and rub it in her face that she's not with him anymore. You ain't got to move her completely. Well, he, I think she does because Brady was already five seconds from telling her before Alex walked in. That's what I wanted. I know that's also like such a Christian thing though and that's always always her problem she always yep she always always overplays her hand too far yep and it's always it's her downfall every single time and it's going to be interesting because she does not have a safety net this time she does not have people backing her up to help her fix her reckless mistakes Mm. so whatever mistakes she makes to get herself caught are gonna be can they end in her death Please. <laughs> just like I'm, just, I'm tired. Lord. I love Stacey High Duke. I can't take this no more. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's just pathetic. I want more for the character. There's a lot more they could do that they're not doing, which is frustrating, but we can discuss more of the Kristen Brady stuff. In the in other news. Um, But I do like that with Gabby and Stefan. Like I feel like Gabby and Stefan's dynamic. Is kind of what I want for Eric and Nicole. Minus the whole brainwashing mindfuck of it all. But like how you can kind of. Both see that they want each other. And both see that they're kind of fighting. Their connection. I wish it was more even for Eric and Nicole too. If that makes sense. Because it feels kind of one-sided with Eric and Nicole. Where with Gabby and Stefan, it feels more even. Yeah, and that's odd because they supposedly don't have any memories of them being in love. Or no, he doesn't have (laughs) memories of being in love. She is... No, he remembers. She's okay with it? It's weird. I don't know how to explain it. Here's the thing. With Stefan's brainwashing, he doesn't have amnesia. He remembers everything. He just doesn't have the feelings to associate with those memories. It's still confusing. <laughs> it's, it's completely confusing, but Ralph did not alter his memory. He remembers everything that happened with Stefan and Gabby. 
So he, he basically just, disconnected the emotion from it? He disconnected the emotions, exactly. He he turned off his emotions for Gabby and turned on his emotions for Chloe. But he has he has the memories. He just doesn't have the so emotions to feel them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's been that way for quite some time. It is, but shit. I mean... <laughs> 50 plus years at this point. <laughs> no, I'd say 30 plus years. The first 20, they were pretty serious. <laughs> so when in the 80s, when the Damaris came around, that's when Yeah, got... <laughs> the 80s is when we started hitting crazy town. <laughs> but does anybody else have anything else to say on this particular headline before we move into our last one? Hang on. What? I, I think he thought we were done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got one more. This is a headline? Okay. I mean, <laughs> go ahead. Yep. Xander and Sarah have moved into a seedy motel after oh. Xander fights with Victor. Ava wants him to kidnap Susan, which he agrees to to get some much needed money. I'm Xander's an idiot. No, nope, don't hold. Go don't ahead. hold your tongue. Xander's right. a fucking idiot. Go ahead. Speak that truth. (laughs) Ain't nobody gonna say nothing. Listen, my brother don't burn too many bridges. There's nothing I can do for him now. And and Sarah is better than me because I would have seen one roach and I'd have been out that room so fast. Okay. Okay. Wait. Okay. Go ahead, Tony. (laughs) I would have been out that room so fast. My wheels would have left a hole in the floor. I would be burning so much rubber. What? No. Just... What? What is Xander doing to these women? I need to know. Because... <laughs> I, he must have them quite digmatized. It's the only thing I can. Sarah left a mansion, her mama's house, right? <laughs> to live in a rat-infested motel with this man. Dick must be too bomb because she is. She is. She. If he say jump out the window, she will. And it's it's weird. <laughs> and we know how Gwen is making out with pillows and all. So, uh, okay. Y'all want to leave? Whatever. But the way that I would not have left without a small check of some, like, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. And then Xander got in his feelings because Maggie cut them a check. Well, hello, sir. Bitch, you you broke. You broke. That's what she's just broke, sir. That's what I wanted her to say so bad. It's like you have debt coming out of your ass, and you're going to be mad that your mother-in-law cares enough about you to write you a check. Swallow your pride, accept you the can't, money, and you can't you can't borrow money from Aunt Maggie, but you can go do crime with Ava Vitali. <laughs> <laughs> Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Make it make sense, baby. Make it make sense. Pride goeth before the fall. Now, if Johnny has two apples. (laughs) (laughs) And like. Nothing I could do for him now. And Sarah tore up the check so fast. He must be eating her soul out of her body because, good God, why is she just so gug ho to go? Well, Lord, knows, Lord knows they don't have money for any other food. <laughs> and, um, and honestly, good one. Good one. 
And honestly, I pray to God he's not doing that in that hotel because if Sarah squirts, I feel like the mattress would dissolve. <laughs> uh-huh. But I can't say that on there. Just... I mean, you did, so we're going to leave it right. in. It's some... this whole oh, it's just a mess I for didn't no reason. Like mothballs in there. <laughs> I just, what, why are we doing this? Mothballs, cigarettes, and right. <laughs> Listen, we we wanted, I think we talked about at one point, I don't remember if it was on air or off, wanting a realistic story for them and wanting to see them kind of like this too realistic struggle, but like not like this. Not with him. I wanted to I didn't need to see them struggling financially. I wanted to see them struggling with So it was so you saying it was your fault. With Z- okay. I never said this. With Xander with Xander fighting between his dark and his good side. Everyone send your rocks <laughs> to NK the number three play. Oh, send your gosh. rocks. It just, That's the equivalent just, of throwing rocks, okay? So and like okay you know what and his desperate like it doesn't make any sense you're so desperate that you are willing to do any you're willing to do big crime oh you're willing to do big, big crime for <laughs> <laughs> some time but you can't take a small loan like it, i mean big you could have took a check i mean you could literally be working listen Brady Pub has become Convicts R Us. You can get a job oh, there. Oh, that's the podcast title. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Wait, it was only cl- oh, I forgot. Eric's a, a convict. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do nothing wrong. He killed Daniel Jonas. He was that drunk. Be the statue. I don't disagree, but it was still illegal. <laughs> We'll discuss this on the GH pod because some <laughs> things are illegal that I feel like they shouldn't. <laughs> oh yeah! Spoiler alert for our podcast audience: we will have a special GH episode Oops, dropping my for you later this week. <laughs> I didn't mean to put us on Front Street. My bad. Listen, you've chose. we've we've been here before for worse things. This is nothing. Well, at yeah. least I'm not exposed in possession. Yeah, that was my That's fault. <laughs> I was going to say that. I did that last time. <laughs> uh, I'm exposing ourselves. He telling the show. Tell it all, Nick. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, and, and Sarah better leave his ass when the truth comes out because if she does not, after the mess that she like, uh, mess is the wrong word, but after the, the stink she put up after everything came out about what happened with Nicole and like leaving the day after they got married over that, if she stays through this, there's nothing I can do for her anymore. She better. <laughs> this is a mess. Now she can be pregnant when she leaves, but she better leave them. Honestly, I at this point See, now, like if she were actually if she were pregnant, some of his desperation might make a little bit more sense. It would. Yeah. But right now he's just being right. stupid. Though for my sanity, I never need to see pregnant Sarah again. But that's just my own personal viewing taste. Who <laughs> oh, God sense. All right. Like, are we, are we still nothing. 
none of this makes any sense. Like Xander was not needed to kidnap Susan. Like I okay, this wait, is all just weird. Also, question: Are we supposed to think Ava's sane? Because why is she seeing her dead rapist son? Don't like, know. Is she losing her mind? Is she crazy? It... A bag of squirrels. <laughs> and if so, okay. If that's the case, what like what causes? Because she seemed fine. Honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say that Jake dying is what caused this because she started having hallucinations of Jake right, literally right when he died. Okay. okay. Well, let's be honest. Let's be real here. <clears throat> Ava is schizophrenic and hasn't been medicated. Is she? Are you- no, she's not schizophrenic. She was unnecessarily medicated, which is what caused all of those issues. Her father was drugging her when there wasn't actually anything wrong with her. So what the hell wrong with her now? <laughs> I think all, I think everything her father did to her permanently fucked with her brain. So Ava is schizophrenic. <laughs> and she I don't has know if schizophrenic is the actual diagnosis, but there's definitely okay. something wrong. Okay, unspecified psychosis. You want to go there? I'll pull out my receipts and my degrees, homie. Unspecified psychosis is what Ava has. And she isn't on a long-acting injectable. Yeah, that she, is what's wrong with Ava. Because I'm like, they're playing it so casually that she's seeing Charlie, and I'm like, yeah, because I, this ain't normal. And Michael will back me up on this. When you get to the point where you're having both visual and auditory yes, thank you. And <laughs> let me tell you something, y'all. Y'all have crossed over into my day job. <laughs> let me tell you something. It is very rare very rare for you to see visual hallucination. So you have to be very sick for you to see visual and auditory hallucinations. She might be bipolar with psychotic features. That actually tracks. That tracks more. There's there's clearly (laughs) clearly something deeper than she's just pissed off at EJ. Yeah. 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 there's something wrong, and I'm. And what worries me is they're not gonna play it that way. They're just gonna play it as a soapy moment. But her randomly seeing Charlie after all of this time is weird. Yeah, he's coming back like he's a real person. Like, does she have a brain tumor? Like, what is it? I don't. And we're not even gonna get a chance to find out because she's fitting to go over a cliff at the end of next week. See, and it's just like the. Like, is anyone going to know that she was hallucinating Charlie? No, because the people who, when they thought she was hallucinating Jake, it was actually Stefan. So they don't actually think she's crazy anymore. I don't like it. I don't, I wouldn't have an issue with it if I knew it was going to be playing out for months on end and we were actually going to explore this. But the fact that she may be gone by next week and it's never going to be addressed, that she was seeing this dead man. Well, well, well no. And this came up when Tripp was texting her in that cheap-looking text bubble. Let me get rid of that, by the way. Tripp asked Ava, why are you still in Salem? And you know what I said? I'm wondering the same damn thing. Why is Ava still in Salem? So I don't mind her dying. Because what has... We're going to be real honest on this day. What has Ava done in last year other than cook up a banquet? Listen, she she gets she gets good karma points forever for me for killing Duke the Bear <laughs> and framing Rafe. <laughs> uh, I mean, I could have done without the frame up job, but she she's she 
stabbed the stuffing out of that bear, and I greatly appreciated it. And you grasping at straws like that? <laughs> my point. Yeah, it's weird. It's like they, it felt like they brought her back with, and they had in, good intentions, but then no plan. Yeah. The road to hell is paved with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll be following the road all the way to hell very soon. You're not. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm not letting them breathe this episode. I'm sorry. Guess Don't. you're not sleeping so much after all. <laughs> Damn, flu shot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ava, Ava Kuku for Coco Puss, and I would like it to be addressed, but I don't think it will be. All right. So I guess with that, we can head on into another news. We hey, have Jesus. Brady <laughs> continues to be tortured by the situation with Kristen. They try to be civil in front of Rachel when she's sick, but it's clear Kristen does not know much about her daughter. Rafe's insecurities about Eric and Nicole continue thanks to Jada telling him about Nicole modeling again. Trip and Joey leave Salem. Susan returns to warn EJ of imminent danger. Johnny and Wendy are close to figuring out the truth, and Johnny tells Susan what he's up to. Orpheus sends Kayla, Kate, and Marlena a get well soon card from prison. Can I go first? Go ahead, Michael. Pick, make your pick. Thank you, because I, I only remember one of these. <laughs> Brady continues to be tortured by the situation with Kristen. They tried to be Karen civil in front of Rachel. Sick, but it's clear Kristen does not know much about her daughter. <laughs> now, if you go back in your text, aka not- a few episodes ago, <laughs> a- I I said that Kristen didn't know this baby, and this baby didn't know Kristen. <laughs> and lo and behold, the Maverick was right again. She couldn't even tell that that baby had the shit or she was dying. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that just goes to show you that that lady is crazier than a bag of squirrels. <laughs> and that this custody trial was not about Rachel. It was She wanted custody of her dick back. Let's just say it. Let's We've say been it. saying it. We've been saying that. <laughs> Y'all was sugarcoating it. She want her dick back. She trying to get dug out again. Oh, I was not she sugarcoating it. She want her dick back. That is it. <laughs> that is all. She could care less about that baby. And we can't either. Just go ahead and send her down the river like Moses already. <laughs> go down Moses. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dylan, why don't you say this before we start to sing along and think you're in other news pick? He went wrong though. Okay. No, not well, at all. She just May. wanted to get dug out again. And I wish she would just say that because honestly, truly, we all know what the real love of her life is in jail. Shut up. <laughs> you know, oh. it took me a second to realize. <laughs> I had to take that too. It took me a while. <laughs> oh, Lord. Leave Lonnie this, out of this. <laughs> on this day. Do us please. Okay. Um, my and other news pick is going to be Susan returns to warn EJ of imminent danger. Damn it. <laughs> How come she won't bring Edmund with her? They're not married no more. Because <laughs> she married to Roger now. Yeah. She married to Roger. How you... come she won't bring Edmund with her? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I could not. He's... 
She was like, I know. I don't care. <laughs> right? <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> but, you know, I... Susan works for me with EJ so well. I oh, just, I love it so much. I love that they, they kind of... She's still Susan and still, like, quirky and kooky and whatever, but it's I not... about the Celeste cosplay. <laughs> but I'm loving Susan. Yeah, it's not because you so know what? Like, over she's, it's, she's like a character and not a caricature. Yeah. Exactly. And she loved EJ so much when he was a baby. I mean, she called him baby Elvis, but it's EJ. <laughs> um, like her love for Elvis has been an intrinsic part of her character from the beginning. And to like see that with EJ as an adult and still get those same vibes, it's like it's so good. And she and, softens him. Yes, I yes. love like the parts of him that she brings out. He's so gentle with his mother. And yes. it's it, it it's almost enough to make you forget that kidney stealing bastard cannot be trusted. <laughs> it's almost enough. Almost. Almost. You Not gotta quite, catch though. yourself. You gotta catch yourself. I Remember just hope who Susan you are. rolls out the car because I don't want Susan dead. Same. Please, please, please invest in stop, drop, and roll, Susan. I beg. <laughs> or maybe Kristen decides to do something stupid and dresses up as Susan for the day. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are trying your hardest. No, because okay. there's already there's okay, already so... stuff from the promo we saw that's after that hasn't aired yet. That's. So, Tony, Boo. Tony, how about you go in your other news while Nick pops his shoulder back into place from reaching so far? <laughs> All right, we'll switch it up. Mine will probably be, though, I probably am picking his other one, and I apologize for that, but I'm going to pick Johnny and Wendy are close to figuring out the truth, and Johnny tells Susan what he's up Y'all to. Y'all to throw tomatoes at me. Why? Because you don't I'm like not, Johnny and Wendy? I, I'm not saying I don't like them. I'm not seeing any romantic chemistry at all. Same. That's okay, okay. though. Oh, I don't, I don't necessarily, like, I could see the potential of them going there, but I don't necessarily need them to Ooh. go there because, <laughs> yeah, I do. I feel nothing. But to me, they give very good friendship they give, Yeah, vibes. they give good messy bestie. Yeah. yeah like, they early Lumi, like, nine family vibe they don't give sexy or romantic at all no i kind of see it a little bit but i don't necessarily need them to go there i'm completely I fine i was gonna throw canned goods at me no, no i've been no. i've been saying this since their first scenes i'm like i don't i'm waiting i don't see it i'm completely fine if they stay platonic besties because we need that honestly and Johnny don't need no more pussy right now, to be honest. He just don't. That is true. He needs a job. He needs a job. <laughs> he, needs, he needs a defined, like, he, they need a defined storyline and a character. We don't know what he is right now. He's just kind of there. And honestly, that in and of itself could be a story if they leaned into it. Like, how mm-hmm. does one pick up their pick up the pieces of their life when they've been possessed by the devil and everything they thought they knew about their life before they were possessed is completely gone. His passion is as a filmmaker and the film he was going to make 
that's gone because of the possession. His marriage is gone because of the possession. His relationship with his sister isn't nearly as close as it was since before he was possessed. Like his entire life has been turned upside down and they're not Let's leaning make into him that. a photographer like Uncle Eric and call it a fucking day. <laughs> it's not that hard. Oh my God, man. <laughs> I mean, it's not. That's an option, but that would if they're gonna have him feel There's aimless. There's plenty of options. Have him go to medical school and be a psychiatrist, like great grandma Marlena. Like, come on. I'm saying if they're gonna have him be aimless, which it seems like they are, let that be the story and not just feel like he's aimless. Let it be the actual story. He doesn't have Kate Rick resurrect Brash and Sassy. That's not what it's called. Hearth and Home. What was that? No, it's not that one. Countess Walona. Oh, and Countess make Wilhelmina. him over it. I said what I said. <laughs> and make him over it. Something. Okay. Where the hell I get brash and sassy from? The yeah, young and Okay. Okay. Thought I was senile for a minute. <laughs> it's, it's weird because it's like the only thing that they figured out to do with him is throw him at women. Yep. And it's and like on the it, one hand that absolutely validates what Allie was saying when he first showed up. Yeah. But it's like, okay, on the other hand, that can't be all that there is to him. Yeah. At all. And he honestly, needs a job. That's he, what he needs. He needs also better motives because Ava being the motive for him doing this still don't make sense. Would make more Especially sense. Especially since she didn't give him no nookie. Exactly. What's an Italian dish, Tony? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that worked. That worked. We'll just leave it there. And... <laughs> you were supposed to bad me up. I'll ask Mama Celeste next time. Damn, Tony. <laughs> oh my goodness. <sighs> but yeah, I. I, I do agree that I, I need more for Johnny, but I am enjoying his scenes with Wendy. I particularly like that Wendy always calls him on his shit. Yeah. Like, she's the only one other than Allie who does that, and it feels like he hears it more from Wendy, because nobody listens to their sibling when their sibling starts talking shit. Also enjoyed him and Susan, too. Oh, they're so <laughs> cute. I love them together. But I, just, honestly, I thought she was going to rat him out to EJ, a, <laughs> and she did. You brought up a good point. You brought up a good point when you brought up Ava, though. Why the hell does Johnny keep bringing her the fuck up? I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. She ain't gave him no stromboli. <laughs> Not stromboli. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to well, it. Well, technically, he would be the one giving her stromboli. But please, <laughs> okay. You know what? <laughs> Oh, I love how you rebounded that Tony with the alley oop. That's that's my kind of carrying on right there. But um, he ain't he ain't got none from her. He no. didn't even get a taste. He didn't get a serving spoon. So I'm not understanding the hoopla of this. It don't make sense. There needs to be a deeper motivation than this, and it would make more sense if. It was more about some. EJ and less about Ava and the fact that he's seen EJ manipulate women and I, emotionally I abuse if them. It, if it was about Ava if he actually got some. Right, but since he didn't, I would need <laughs> it to be a deeper motivation and be about EJ and not wanting EJ to do to Ava what he did to his mother. That would be great, but they... 
They won't mention that. But just, just this all, shit is ass. It takes one line. Just say he. I don't like him treating Ava the way he treated my mom. Just say that's all. That's all I need. Boom. So much of I would shut up. I promise you, I would. I would. <laughs> So much of the show can be fixed with one or two simple lines of dialogue. It's so simple and so easy, and I don't know why they don't just do it. Like they act like it's a, it was a cut love scene with Johnny and Ava, <laughs> right? It's very strange. But that is my in other news picnic. What's yours? I'll pass. We talked about everything I want to talk about. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Well, that is that is valid. So we're the moving first into deferment, y'all. Second, Ariat <laughs> deferred in our last recap. I don't recall, but go ahead. You were excited, I remember. She did. <laughs> oh, yeah, she showed me. I like this. <laughs> All right, so now we're moving into our segments. Michael, do you care enough to give us a read for the week? <sighs> Sadly, I do, because somebody pissed me <laughs> off so bad. So, 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 so bad. And it pisses me off because, like, Tyra, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you, Xander Cook. And this is what you do with your broke ass. <laughs> but I'm not going to read you too hard, Xander, because you know what? Dylan took even... care of it in our last recap? No, no, no. Because although you was committing crime, you still went to work more times to Sierra this year. Oh so I'm not going to get your pass. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> And that is my read of the week. <laughs> and I can oh, do that because right? she's coming today or days. <laughs> you would have done that regardless just because, but that's not the point. We're moving on to praising or shading. Dylan, are you praising or shading? Um, I'm going to praise, and my praise this week are for the EJ and Susan and EJ and Johnny scenes. I just really liked them. They were very, <laughs> they were fun and cute and heartwarming. And I feel like they um, did their part in showing exactly what they would lose if something happens to Susan. Because I feel like sometimes with her being so over the top, yeah. <laughs> we kind of forget that she does have connections and she is important to people and there would be consequences if she's not there. Oh, hell. I'm scared. What are EJ going to do? <laughs> Especially since it looks like EJ is going to be the cause of it. If EJ's the one that sends the car over the cliff. Like it just, yeah, I feel like it was, I feel like the scenes themselves were just really Rob enjoyable. I know Rob have his ass and, on standby. Right? Please. <laughs> And I just, I feel like they did a really good job of like setting up the emotional stakes yeah. should something happen to her. So I really enjoyed those. That's my praise for this week. Okay. All right, Nick, what about you? Are you praising or shading? Um, I'm a shade. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's things happening that don't make sense, specifically with Johnny. Um, and specifically with Ava. It's happening multiple times across the same story with both of them. Johnny's obsession with Ava and him using that as motive to go after EJ makes no sense. Give me something else. Ava seeing Charlie, and we're still supposed to believe she's sane. Somebody needs to explain something to me. Um, but yeah, 
and because Ava's on her way out, Johnny's the more pressing issue because it don't look like he's going nowhere. No, he was just in studio last week. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny needs a direction, a clear direction, and clear motivations and clear aspirations. Give me something to make me care because right now he just feels like a random himbo and he shouldn't because he's Johnny. He needs another tan. It's wearing down. Needs another what? Tan. I'm used to seeing him tan now. So when he's not really that tan, I'm I'm very unamused. Man, fix, figure out something to do with Johnny ASAP, please. Or it might be the fact that he's clothed. <laughs> yeah, this is the most enclosed we've seen him in a minute. Well, it is supposed to be November, so I guess. <laughs> it ain't stopped them. It was in turtlenecks in fucking July. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, but yeah, Johnny's my issue right now. All right. Michael, are you praising or shading? I am praising this week, surprisingly. And I am praising the character that is Sarah Horton. Bear with me. Bear with me. <laughs> Bear with me. I'm listening. Uh, she's a good woman, Savannah. A really <laughs> good woman. Because it couldn't be me. I'm sorry. I, I know when you get married, you say for rich or for poor. But I'm not. T- Look, I'll take on somebody with debt. We all got, we all owe Sally Mae, whatever the hell her name is. We all owe her. But I ain't taking nobody on who got debt and they broke and they ain't got no job. <laughs> Look, life's too serious, love's too mysterious, and a real <laughs> nigga like me needs security. Y'all know the rest. And that is my praise. Go ahead, Sarah, because it wouldn't be me. You better take your ass on down there, find some food, steal some song, because this ain't it. There ain't nothing going on but the rip. Hello. Well, I am going to be praising this week. And they were been selling oranges at a bypass, and I would accept that. At least that's some. Xander, I don't do nothing but sit there and suck up. And air. I say my praise, please. No, because I wasn't done. Xander don't do nothing but suck up air. And apparently, if it was a woman, it, uh, apparently he's sucking on something else. That's why she. Oh lord. <laughs> and on that note, Tony, go. All right. Well, I have a couple of little moments that happened with Rachel this week that I want to praise. I like the fact that well, they are hold on. that they are leaning into the fact that Kristen doesn't actually know much about her daughter because okay. that completely makes sense with everything that we saw. It was subtle. It, it was not a flashing neon sign that they were very obvious about. It was very subtle. It was played beautifully. And then also when Sarah came to check on her, um, there were these little moments that she had where she she said something to Kristen like I love being able to take care of her again and I love that we get the little moments that Sarah will always remember taking care of her and want what's best for her but I also love that like even whatever she was feeling in that moment she kind of buried it while she was taking care of Rachel but we still got a chance to kind of lean into that a little bit they didn't just I pretend that history forgot. wasn't there See, they need to play on that more because I damn near forgot why Sarah was getting snippy with Krista. Mm-hmm. And I remember. Yeah, I really liked that scene of her taking care of Rachel. That was really cute. That was that was very, very cute. And, and so you, And you know the vitriol is real because she didn't even take no money from her. Nope. 
Yep, and they broke as hell. <laughs> Be- better than me because I would have put my pride aside and not told Xander shit. <laughs> okay. I'd have charged a million dollars for that home. Is it just for pain and suffering of everything you put me through? Yep. Look, it's the least you can give me considering I'm not getting my full salary. Because of you. And I didn't make a year's worth of money. Exactly. Okay. I I, I told y'all last week Sarah should have sued her. Look, I would have took Kristen's wrist off snatching that check from that. (laughs) (laughs) And that is my praise. Does anybody else have any final thoughts before we wrap up for the week? If you give Rachel back to Sarah, I won't want her dead. Um, my final thought is y'all gone over there to the CBS and check out the bold and the beautiful. They're finally <laughs> giving us fashions and they're not giving that over here. So still watch days. I'm not saying don't watch days because Tony will have her and your resume. Damn right. But <laughs> If you want to see some fashion, go on over there and look for that new hope for the future line. They don't look like prairie dresses no more. (laughs) Well, thank God for small favors. (laughs) And on that note, we will catch you on the next Hey, Abigail was wearing them. (laughs) (laughs) True. Very true. I gotta go to the bathroom, y'all. Come on. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, we will see y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye, (laughs) y'all.